Okay, hear me out. Pierre-Luc Dubois to the Devils. And also, am I being a little too hard on the Devils team so far in the season? This is going to be a very fun episode, so I suggest you guys buckle up because we have a lot to discuss on this Saturday morning episode. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey and good morning. Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also writer for the Devils writer Trey Matthews. And it is currently 2.32 p.m. Eastern Time, Friday, January the 22nd at the time of this recording. And the Devils are still 2-1-1, but uh, by the time this episode goes up, they will actually have a game the very next day against the Islanders. So uh, if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically gave you guys another recap of my opinions of that game so far. And it kind of made me realize something. I, I have to remember that the Devils are missing three other key guys. So Brat is still out, Vatnin is still out. And also, Heizer is still out. So Heizer is injured, but Brat and Vatnin, uh, due to COVID protocols and also visa issues, they cannot play with the team for right now, as we stated before in the show. So I don't need to explain that even further. So uh, my question to you guys is, and I've actually asked this on my Twitter poll when they first played the Boston Bruins, would the outcome of the game be a little bit different if Brat, Heizer, and Vatnin were all playing? So 85% of you said yes, and 15% of you said no. So... Uh, here's the thing. Maybe I am being a little too harsh on the New Jersey Devils. Yes, I know they can play better, but at the same time, they are missing their key guys. So I guess I do need to ease back a little bit. But uh, the penalty kill is no excuse, okay? They have to do better. And and you know what? I have seen great improvements from this Devils roster, from uh, Jack Hughes improving to Ty Smith uh, just impressing in his rookie year. If you guys missed the last episode, uh, I told you guys that Ty Smith is actually the first uh, defenseman in Devils history to put up a point in his first four games in the NHL. So Ty Smith in his rookie year is already oppressing. And you know what? We haven't even done 10% of the season. And also, Mackenzie Blackwood, if the Devils actually uh, finish above 500. I think Mackenzie Blackwood, if he continues to do what he does, I think uh, he has a legit case to possibly win the Vesna Trophy this upcoming year. So uh, that's my honest opinion, and that's my hot take for the day. I think Mackenzie Blackwood is a Vesna Trophy contender because, let, let's face it, he gives the Devils a chance to win, and you know what? He's shown tremendous improvement. He was put behind the eight ball a little bit because he doesn't really have a legit uh, backup goalie. I'm sorry, Scott Wedgwood, you did do well in your last game but let's face it you can't do this every night or you know what we, we still lost four to one but uh, I'd say 75% of those uh, four goals like I said in yesterday's episode wasn't Wedgwood's fault but you know what that's a discussion for another time so uh, Vesna Trophy contendant uh, Mackenzie Blackwood you heard it here first and that's my honest opinion you can argue with me all you want but you will be wrong so and also uh, you know Marty Brodeur being in the front office for the New Jersey Devils also helps uh, Blackwood a little bit but you know we'll see what 
what happens. But uh, some players that do need to step up are Gusev and Janssen because Gusev and Janssen haven't really been doing anything. Uh, Paul Mary, same situation, but at least Paul Mary uh, has done a little bit of something. So I guess that's why he's kind of uh, not in the doghouse so much because Janssen still hasn't put up anything. His plus and minus is in the negatives. Um, Gusev, like he missed his opportunities to, uh, you know, get on the board. But unfortunately, uh, you know, when you blow your wide open opportunities, you don't know when it can come back to bite you. And it's come back to bite Gusev. So Gusev and Janssen are pretty much useless right Right now, uh, Subban and Murray, that that pairing is just not working. I was really excited for that pairing because I was like, okay, you got Ryan Murray, the former second overall pick in the 2012 NHL draft, and you got PK Subban, a former Norris uh, Trophy winner. So I really thought that you know those pairings would just help each other, feed off each other to probably improve because both of those respective players have a lot to prove, and so far they've proven nothing. So honestly, uh, Severson and Ty Smith, you know, I, I think that could uh, work out because like I said in yesterday's episode uh, the Devils need to switch something up because it's not working they cannot continue to do this because it just seems like they are able to win these games or remain in these games with a tiny bit of luck and you can't be doing that because uh, you know the old saying your luck will run out so the Devils luck will run out and you don't want to go on a five game losing streak especially when you only have 56 games uh, in the regular season this year so your room for error is little to none so for the Devils you just need to switch it up and you know what something like that something so little can go a long way so you need to experiment it with something obviously uh you know I, I I'm a little hesitant to test it out or maybe Lindy Ruff will test it out uh in the next game against the Islanders on Sunday but I feel as though if the Devils want any chance to win against the Islanders on Sunday they need to switch it up they really need to do it ASAP because it's not working Lindy Ruff Mark Recchi you guys have to realize what you got is not working and I just I I, I know I sound like a broken record when I say this switch it up change it up the fans want it the scouts want it. I'm sure your players want it because it's not working out. Someone has to move down to the second line. Someone needs to move up. So uh, Ty Smith has been doing really well. Uh, Severson is, you know, passing the puck also really well. I really thought Ryan Murray would be the go-to passer uh, amongst the Devils defensive men. So uh, just, just, just switch it up. But uh, other than that, the offense is looking pretty nice. So Jack Hughes is actually looking pretty fast. And it's worth mentioning that, did you know that Jack Hughes led the Devils in breakaways last season? So uh, Jack Hughes is definitely translating his breakaways into more goal opportunities or passing opportunities. So that's uh, working out. Uh, Sharon Govich, uh, you know, Sharon Govich is showing some signs of, you know, possibly doing well because uh, I was watching the uh, Islanders uh, television broadcast because, you know, of these stupid blackouts. Uh, I'm not going to complain about that. So I was watching uh, the Islanders television feed and, you know, they said that while playing for the Binghamton Devils, the AHL team for the New Jersey Devils, uh, he wasn't really putting up that uh, great of a stat line. So in 2018-2019, he played in 68 games, had nine goals, eight assists for a grand total of 17 points. And then just last season, 57 games, had 10 goals, 15 assists for only 25 points. But he played for the KHL and in 34 games played, he had 17 goals, eight assists for a grand total of 25 points. So uh, Sharon Govich does scream potential because you know what? He worked like Jack Hughes. He worked out. He got better. 
and uh, now he's in the NHL, and guess what? Everyone loves him, and he's already a fan favorite. So uh, for the Devils overall, I'm just going to say this. Yes, I've been hard on them, but it's just because I care that much about them. I, I'm sure some of you guys have heard that growing up saying, oh, my parents were so hard on me, but it's because they cared for me. I just care for this Devils team, and I just know they can do better. Yes, Brat is out. Yes, Votnin is out. Yes, Heijer is still injured, and the Devils are still trying to convince the fan base that it's not a serious injury, even though he shouldn't be out for this long if it wasn't serious. He should have just been out for just like a game or two and have returned already, trying to put up these uh, great numbers I know he could put up, but that's a story for another time. But uh, overall, I just think that the Devils can just uh, overall do better as a team, do better as a unit, be smarter, be more aggressive, because you're already uh, three men short, and these aren't just three men. These are three great men. Well, I guess now you're down four men because Mackenzie Blackwood is still on COVID protocol until further notice. So, uh, yeah, you really need to step it up because, like I said in yesterday's episode, Scott Wedgwood hasn't played in the NHL in almost three years, and... Uh, we, we can't put that kind of pressure on them. We just can't. So uh, for the Devils defense, you got to look at film. You got to uh, see what you did wrong and just do all of that just to get better. So uh, I know the Devils can do better. I'm confident in it. And you know what? I, I just, I, I'm going to bet on that. So uh, let's continue. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You want to know where you can place your bets? Well, I use betonline.ag if that uh, works out for you. So uh yeah oh oh you want you want to learn more about it oh well i guess it's time for the first live read this morning are we ready for some hockey because the national hockey league heads into the regular season and there's some big matchups already on the schedule and the nfl regular season is finally over and obviously the playoffs have begun there have been some upsets and some not so much of an upset and it's becoming clear who will become the next super bowl champions or I think it's becoming clearer. That's up for you to decide and bet on. There is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. Go to betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Talent talks about one or multiple options. NHL games of the week, NFL top games, current headlines and sports. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Also, check out their social media. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business sign up for a free account and use that promo code once again locked on for your sign up bonus hashtag bet online get involved and get in the action everybody okay before anything happens because i'm afraid that uh this trade is going to take place sooner rather than later this is just a full-on hypothetical scenario for the new jersey devils i know it's most likely not going to happen 99.9 percent sure it is not going to happen i just want to say it's hypothetical i'm just having fun with it and i'm just hearing your guys's opinions and i posted the poll on twitter which is by the way uh my most voted on poll ever and overwhelmingly you guys said no i won't read the final results because I'm curious to see how many more votes we can possibly get. So just a full disclosure in case anything happens. This was recorded uh, yesterday uh, before the trade was official or or if there is a trade that's official. Like I said, I'm just trying to prepare myself because for right now it is 12.56 a.m. Eastern time and uh, so far I hear that trades are starting to heat up. 
but so far still nothing so i'm just preparing myself because i don't want to uh i don't want you guys to think that i don't know what's going on so let's continue okay let's talk some drama around the league because we're just a few games into the season and we already have a lot of drama to talk about and it sort of involves the new jersey devils so if you guys heard at the beginning of the show well you guys know who i'm about to talk about so uh, let's look at a tweet by Pierre Lebrun. He said, a list of teams, I believe, that have inquired with the Columbus Blue Jackets on Pierre-Luc Dubois, obviously with more seriousness than others, in no particular order, are the Anaheim Ducks, the Minnesota Wild, the Montreal Canadiens, the Winnipeg Jets, the Calgary Flames, the Ottawa Senators, the New York Rangers, the Buffalo Sabres, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Detroit Red Wings, the Washington Capitals, and the Arizona Coyotes. So uh, the tweet continues. It says, it goes without saying that I think the other teams have as well. Now, the question is, which team can satisfy what the Columbus Blue Jackets want? This won't be a futures-only deal. I think Columbus wants this to be a hockey deal if and when they proceed. So it's time for drama for your mama. Okay, yeah, that was awful. It was the only thing that I could think of on the spot that rhymed, okay? So let's just continue with this. So anyway, the Columbus Blue Jackets are kind of in a fringe right now because with the Columbus Blue Jackets head coach John Tortorella making it clear that his star center Pierre-Luc Dubois definitely wants to be traded out of Columbus. The NHL trade chatter went to another level on Monday and through the night as the NHL season got underway, uh, you know, Tortorella had made some questionable coaching decisions by benching Dubois, Dubois being salty on the bench. You know, uh, it's just a media frenzy. The whole media is just having a field day with this because the question remains is, where is Dubois going to go? So obviously, uh, Pierre Lebrun just, uh, you know, tweeted a list of teams that I just mentioned. And obviously, Twitter only has a limited amount of characters that you can use. But he said that other teams are also questioning about possibly getting um, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. So Tortorella is definitely not a shy guy when it comes to this issue. Uh, he's expressing uh, his side of the story. He's, uh, you know, sharing with the media, you know, vague responses. He's confirming that Dubois does want out. So uh, in an interview with 97.1, the fan, he said, yeah, he wants out. He spoke to the team as we do here. It's a little bit different than Bobrovsky was. This is a 22-year-old kid. It doesn't happen that often, so he has been honest with the group. I wish he was a little bit more honest as far as reasons why. I still haven't really gotten to that, but I think he needs to speak on that. I won't. So, obviously, uh, Tortorella is not happy. We could kind of see that Dubois wanted out of the Columbus Blue Jackets organization because just a few months ago, videos were surfacing of him and Tortorella just going back at it on the bench. And obviously, there's some more videos being released of Dubois just, uh, you know, letting his teammates have it, letting the coach have it. So obviously, Dubois wants out. And yeah, every superstar could be a little bit of divas. And, you know, it happens. It's just how it is. But this is Dubois' fourth season in the league. And uh, his best season was actually his second year campaign in which he put up 61 points he had 27 goals 34 assists and uh just last season he played in 70 games had 18 goals 31 assists for a grand total of 49 points his plus minus was negative two but you know what at least that's on the borderline it can improve that's all i could say because the year prior to that he had a plus minus of 16 and then in his rookie season he had a plus minus of eight so obviously that can improve and so far he's played in five games he has one goal for one point and uh plus minus a negative two so obviously things aren't really working out for the columbus blue jackets and uh 
Dubois. So the question is, where is Dubois going to go? We're talking about this uh, in our Locked On organization about potential landing spots for Dubois. And it's really interesting what everyone has to say. But I do have to say this. Is it possible that Pierre Dubois can be traded to the Devils in fits we trust again? Is it possible that Fitzy can pull the trigger of another major trade for the New Jersey Devils? Because let me uh, reiterate to you guys, this is a man who traded for Ryan Murray for a fifth round draft pick. Obviously, I had a controversial take on that, but we're not going to discuss that again because that's not the focus of this episode. Obviously, he traded for Janssen for essentially nothing. And, you know, he's made a few key signings, including Corey Crawford. And, you know, I, I know Corey Crawford, the thing didn't work out but still that was a major pickup for the New Jersey Devils and you know what they got Votnin back they got Brock back and uh obviously uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is signed to an extension because it was smart of uh Fitzy to sign Blackwood before the start of the season because you know what if uh, Blackwood had another great season and he decides to say you know what I'm out of here guys I'm gonna wait till my contract is up because Blackwood was not obligated to sign an extension he could have said listen I'm just gonna wait until I'm a free agent because I feel like I really have a chance so in Fitz we trust again I I believe so I believe it's possible that they could pull the trigger with a major trade and here's why so LeBron said this in his tweet you know he said there's obviously some other teams that are, you know are questioning for Dubois and obviously the Columbus Blue Jackets aren't really in much of a rush because you know they're looking for the right fit to uh, their standards so according to two NHL sources two teams that have now jumped into the NHL trade fray with Dubois are the Florida Panthers and the New Jersey Devils Okay, here's how the Devils could possibly trade for him. Or, it's plausible. I just want to say the least. It is very plausible. So, the rebuilding Devils have Jack Hughes, obviously. And Jack Hughes has been having a great season. Look at his point total. So, uh, and Jack Hughes, even though he didn't do anything in the last game, he still looked fast. He still looked strong. He was still trying to rush the puck. So, obviously, Jack Hughes has potential to do really well. But they would love to get a bigger and more skilled player that can play up the middle. The six foot three, two hundred eighteen pound Dubois certainly would help uh, with the Devils at center and possibly help with their struggles because obviously Janssen isn't really doing anything. Gusev isn't really doing anything. Paul Mary is kind of struggling as well. Obviously Heijer is out. Obviously Brat is out. But you know what? You know you can always have uh, some more good players. You know the the roster is never full. Well, you know that's just a figure of speech. But the, here's the thing: the Devils have 7.3 million dollars in salary cap space. And, you know, with Tom Fitzgerald, I just stated this, he won't be shy on the NHL trade market if the right deal presents itself. So, you know, in Fitz we trust, I say so. And now the question is, who do we trade for Dubois? So, obviously, is it possible that we could trade a draft pick for Dubois, or, you know, if we trade the right amount of assets? But, you know, I'm a little hesitant on that because, you know, obviously the Devils are still, I, I like, even though we do uh, have a chance to make the playoffs, it's not likely. And obviously the Devils are more focused on their rebuild. But here's the thing. If you were to trade for Dubois, you still have him for this season and next year. So uh, for the 2020-2021 season or just a 2021 season, his total salary in those two years will add up to $10 million exactly. And that's courtesy of Cap Friendly. So uh, I, I think it's possible that the New Jersey Devils can possibly make a big trade for him. But the question is, who do you trade him for? So, obviously, you don't want to touch the young guys. I don't think uh, Jack Hughes is on the uh, trade market. I don't think Heizer would be on the trade market either. 
Obviously, they want to keep those young guys intact. Uh, obviously, Mackenzie Blackwood is off the table. So the, the question is, who do you trade for? And I'm a little conflicted by that because it seems like the Devils both have a lot of assets to trade and also not a whole lot of assets to trade. So obviously, when you look at like Murray, Subban, and Janssen, you, you see three good players, but... Uh, for right now, for what they're performing at, the Columbus Blue Jackets would be looking at them and saying, no, I'm not uh, pulling the plug for that trade. That's not going to happen. So that's the question I have for the New Jersey Devils and Tom Fitzgerald, which, you know, is it likely that the Devils could get, uh, you know, Luke Dubois? Uh, probably not. But you know what? It's still worth, to, you know, explore because, you know, I saw it in the market and realistically, the Devils do have the salary cap space to get Dubois and, uh, you know, uh, similar to Janssen, you have him for this year and possibly next year. So uh, at the same time, could you convince him to, you know, sign long term to help with the rebuild? Because he's still a relatively young guy. It's not like he's uh, in Subban's position where he was an old veteran player. So uh, Dubois, I think he would uh, help jumpstart the Devils rebuild even further. And I think the Devils would actually be legit uh, playoff uh, contenders if they were to get uh, Dubois. Or, or uh, did I say playoff contenders? I mean, uh compete for a playoff spot let me let me rephrase that before you guys uh, start to shoot the messenger so uh yeah i i think it would be really exciting and really interesting for dubois to put on that devil's uniform but if you had to ask me like if you pointed a gun at my head and you told me okay you need to create a trade package for dubois right now here's uh the two options i would give so obviously i said that the devils wouldn't be you know big on trading their young guys but at the same time, that might need to happen if they wanted to do so. Like I said, this is just a big hypothetical. But uh, I would say they would try to trade uh, Nico Heizer like in a one-on-one -on -one deal. Or they would try to do a package that involved like Foot, Holtz, Bofquist, you know, players like that just to, uh, you know, satisfy the Columbus Blue Jackets and possibly like a late draft pick or whatever the case might be because I'm sure the Blue Jackets want that extra security. But like I said, it's just a big hypothetical. It's just meant to be fun. And you know what? Uh, I know he's a diva, but at the same time, you know, behavior can change, uh, you know, quickly. It can change, uh, you know, way quicker than it, your skill set. Just, just putting that out there because, you know, your behavior can change in like a week or two. Like, you know, after some therapy or some uh, change of scenery, talking with your team. Just uh, overall, there's a lot of things that could change your behavior. So, you know, obviously Dubois is a diva, like I said. But, you know, behavior can change. But, uh, you know, what? I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Also, it would give Dubois the opportunity to reunite with his teammate Ryan Murray. If Ryan Murray isn't included in the trade deal. So, you know what? The, we would have two former Columbus Blue Jackets on our team. So, I feel like that would also help us. Because both of them have playoff experience. So, you know what? A Murray and Dubois reunion, maybe? Uh, come on now. But obviously, he has a friendly contract, and uh, I think it's going to be a very uh, interesting few weeks for the NHL to see what happens with this situation, but it's looking really exciting. So, uh, speaking of contracts, I need to talk about someone. His name is Dane Craig, aka the Hockey Economist on Twitter. You guys need to follow him. I'll put his Twitter down below. He sent me um, a few pages of his book about 
good uh, contracts for New Jersey Devils the past few years and also bad ones. And with his permission, of course, uh, I think this is going to be a new mini segment that we're going to do on this show in which we talk about some of the Devils' best contracts the last few seasons and also some of their worst contracts the last few seasons. So I think uh, that's something you guys should look forward to in the near future. So yeah, we're going to discuss some of the Devils' best and worst contracts. I I'd say it will only last about a segment, so it will be very interesting. To and you know what? If there's ever uh, a day where the Devils don't have a game, they have a few days in between the games, I think it would be a perfect time to talk about some of the bad and also worst contracts because, you know what? It would lead to a big discussion, So, and I think you guys would enjoy it. So uh, shout-out to Dan Craig, a.k.a. The Hockey Economist. Uh, his Twitter and his book uh, on Amazon will be down below in the description. So uh, make sure you guys check those out. But anyway, as for today's episode, that's about all the time I have for you guys. Uh, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. Like I said, if they just uh, play aggressive, if they just come out swinging, if they clean up their defense, if Wedgwood continues to be decent, if Blackwood is still ruled out, then I believe that the Devils can beat the Islanders. I won't make a prediction, but that's my fair critique for the New Jersey Devils. So I think the Devils will do well on Sunday. We'll see what happens. But you know what? I don't want to jinx anything, so I'm just going to leave you with that. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.